Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Fired Up, the hottest sports show in Central Ohio. The show where four sports fans talk sports for the fans. Our topics for this evening are another win for Kyle Larson, highlights from the NASCAR All-Star Race, KD saves the Nets, our NBA playoff talk continues. We are down to four. Who will be the final two to compete for Lord Stanley Cup? The Blue Jackets have their new coach. U.S. Golf, U.S. Open Golf Tournament returns to iconic Tory Pines. Who will hoist the trophy on Sunday? Our blazing bets of the week, and if time permits, recap of UFC 263. With that, I give you our chief of our fire brigade, Rob Cal. Thanks, Colton. Good to be here on Wednesday night, sunny Delaware, Ohio. We're back at you live from Matt's basement. Hey, uh, they, like Colton said, we're going to start off a little NASCAR stuff. They had the... Uh, they had the all-star race this last weekend. We talked about it on last week's show, the format we kind of went through. We'll review that a little bit. Matt, you want to get us started? Yeah, so the, the, the day of racing really started off in kind of the play-in race. So, you know, that was a, a three-round race, and the first round of that race was won by Ross Chastain, earning him his spot in the, in the big race for the night. Second segment of that race was won by Tyler Reddick, earning him a spot, and then Eric Almarola ended up winning that play-in play race, and he got the final spot in. Uh, then there was one more spot that was given by a fan vote for uh, and uh, Matt DiBendetto ended up getting that spot. So that, that really set the field for this race. It's, it's ended up being a pretty exciting race. It was six rounds of six rounds of racing for the all-star uh, cup there. And, you know, each, each round, they kind of, the first three rounds, they inverted racers. Uh, the fourth round, I, I believe they set them as how they were um, by, by their, cumulative throughout mm -hmm. all night long mm -hmm. fifth and sixth round was just how they finished each right. of those other ones right so it, it made for made for some some excitement there yeah yeah no definitely um you know like matt said with the all-star open um it was actually interesting all, all the stage winners um outside of eric amarola who actually finished finished eighth in the all-star race the other ones all finished towards the bottom yeah. in the actual in the actual all-star all-star race so but uh yeah no you know we got the winner, uh, Kyle, Kyle Larson, there. Actually, the second time that he's won the All-Star race, he actually won it back in 2019. Um, so he finished uh, finished first in the first stage and then second in the fourth in the fourth stage. Um, yeah, he was so, up there all day I long. mean, he was, yeah, competing back and forth. I mean, he was towards the top pretty much in every single stage. So, you know, he had a, had a real good shot to, to win it, um, you know, based on, you know, where he finished in all the other, all the other stages. So, um, you know, hats off, hats off to him. It was, uh, and then, you know, we, we talked about a little bit on that show about, uh, you know, last week uh, about the fastest pit crew, you know, and that actually happened in uh, the fifth stage where everybody had to make a mandatory pit stop and have four a tire. You know, four tire change. Um, and actually uh, Chase Elliott's pit crew, you know, came out as the fastest, you know, fastest got that bonus $100,000. So, you know, hats, hats off to them, um, you know, for, for doing that. And I think that's kind of a little neat, you know, kind of a game inside of the game kind right. of mm -hmm. deal that, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. So yeah, like we talked about kind of like all-star weekend for basketball where you're skills doing other stuff besides playing the game. Right. Yeah, you got a little skills competition going on. So, right. Right. And, uh, you know, hats off to, to Kyle Larson, you know, this, this race, you know, the all-star race was not for any points or any, you know, making up, you know, uh, spots in the standings or anything like that, but he still takes home a cool $1 million. So I'm, it, thinking, it really I'm sure he'll be for the rest of the race. I mean, it really, the winner gets something and everybody else goes home broke. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's an expensive weekend. Win, win, winner go home, baby. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. Bragging you know. rights and a million bucks. Right. Yeah, so. that was, it was good for him. You know, I read a little bit about how his crew had set up his car 
um, you know, he won the pole or, you know, was sitting on the pole and he won that first stage. But then when they inverted him, his car was not good in traffic. Mm -hmm. It was set up to run in clean air and, right. you know, not in traffic. So they had to continually work on that car all day and just make it better and better since they kept inverting the field. So, um, you know, he came out, started that second round in fifth, and then, you know, he actually wound up taking the lead finally in that last stage with seven laps to go. So, yeah, you know, yeah. hats off to his crew chief and that, and that team for, you know, continually to work on that car, which kind of brings me to another note. You know, we talked about this race being so entertaining and I, and I think it was, but right now in NASCAR that you kind of got to divide, you got your old fans that just want to watch cars race. They're fans of race cars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then you got, kind of the new generation that I feel that NASCAR is chasing right now is they're not so much into the car racing. They want to be entertained. Mm -hmm. So, and this was an entertaining race. So yeah, quote unquote casual thing. Right, right. Right. So, and I think that's what NASCAR is chasing right now. They've, they've lost so many of their old fans, you know, from the heyday of NASCAR back in the early, you know, 2001, right. 2000, you know, back when it really started getting big and, they've lost a lot of those fans with some of the, you know, the downforce and the reduced horsepower and the all cars being identical. I think they've lost a lot of fans. So, but I think they're chasing these fans that want to be entertained. So, mm -hmm. and, and this race was entertaining. So I think for the casual fan, like Terry said, it was fun to watch. And then we'll see, you know, we'll see if any of these things wind up being instituted into regular races going forward right right yeah no and actually it's it's interesting you know you kind of say that you know kind of moving towards new new things in nascar because actually the next race is in nashville nashville super speedway which is the first time that uh they're going back to nashville since 1984 wow, so wow. you know a lot of a lot of changes this year you know a lot more dirt tracks you know just a lot of different configurations than just the typical you know run around in circle type deal um so yeah, I think NASCAR is, is definitely, you know, trying to gain the popularity with maybe the younger generation or, you know, the, the casual fan. Um, we'll, you know, we'll see if it pays off for them. I know that, you know, they, they've made a lot of, a lot of changes this year, but uh, you know, that it'll be to be determined, you know, whether it, whether it's good for the sport or, or not. So. Well, and, and you notice this, this race and a lot of races this year have really been dominated by two teams. You got team Hendrick and team Penske. And so if, if you're not a fan of either, either of those, you're kind of left out in the dark with NASCAR this year. I and mean, those are two long-standing teams yeah. that have been doing it for a long time. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and I mean, good for them because they've adapted to these new changes sure, right. and, you know, have still kept, you know, their tradition of going, of, you know, being a winning race team. So, you know, but, that hats off. But for those casual fans, you don't want to watch the same guy win. <laughs> right, race, right. You know? right. And, you, and you, you know, you want to see a competitive race. You don't want to see a guy that, you know, that's what they're saying. 200 laps. Yeah, a guy that gets out in front and stays there. That's not what. Right what they're saying the new fans want to see right. they want to see the cars bunched up they want to right. see you know they want to see Fight a close race the pack right passes. i mean right. And, and i think the drivers at the same time I and mean, they're it, it's a craft i mean it's it's a sport because there there are certain things that you have to do to right. have a good race car and to win the race so you know if if somebody gets out in front and they just lead the whole time you know what what you know, what fun is that? Or, you know, yeah. how much talent is that really showing? You want to see, you know, guys maneuver in and out of each other and, you know, make passes yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So, Playing the know, draft, getting the speed going around. Right, right. Yeah. So, 
we'll, we'll see how it, how it goes, you know, the rest of the season and, you know, going into next season, if they keep some of these same, you know, rules that they've kind of changed this year. So it was, it was fun to watch. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The all-star race was, was a good time. And, uh, you know, hopefully they kind of, you know, maybe they tweak it a little bit even more next year to make it even better or, or put, start putting some of that stuff into a regular right, race right. going forward. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, let's get into our NBA talk. That's second on the slate here. We'll start in the East. Uh, what a game last night. Oh, my goodness. Oh that my. that uh, Milwaukee-New Jersey game was just an absolute <laughs> nail-biter right down to the end. You know, oh, well, I mean, it didn't start out that way. New Jersey was down by 17 yeah. at one point. Right, right. You know, and uh, no Kyrie and James, James Harden, Harden was, hobbled. I mean, was probably at 50% at, at best, at you best, know. You know, so what a game. I watched that one pretty much start to finish, and uh, that was that was a – probably the best game of the series so yeah. far i, I think it's I probably actually, kd's best game of the year i mean yeah. he shows you know kd you know stepped up you know hats off to him when the nets needed him right. he he came and you know he, he's worth every dime that he's you know he's earning from right. the nets yep. um you know sat out all of last year due to you know injuries from previous you know year before that um and then you know comes out and you know just dominates this this game um, you know does exactly what the nets needed and what he had to do to, you know, because I, I can remember when I was writing my intro, my intro at in the beginning was, are the Nets, are the Nets in trouble? Yeah. And, you know, now I had to change my headline. KD saves the Nets yeah. season. Yeah. So, you know, it's, he comes out, you know, 49 point triple double. I mean, yeah, he, he has maybe half, I mean, half those points, the Nets get blown out. I mean, he, if yeah. he doesn't score as yeah. much as he does or, you know, facilitate and do exactly right. what he did last night. The Nets are, I mean, we're looking at the Bucks being up 3-2. Well, at one point, him, I, almost through the whole first quarter, it was him and uh, uh, who's the other? Green? Yeah, Green had a really good game. Yeah. They were the only two that scored. Yeah. They had, at one point, they had like 27 points, mm -hmm. and it was KD and Green. They had them all, and everybody else had zero. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, yeah, you talk about, you know, they were still getting beat up pretty bad at that point. But, right, right. You know, and I got to give props to Jalen Rose, our you know, fellow broadcaster, obviously on a much bigger scale than what we're doing. But right. after that loss the other night, he said, no, I'm not a betting man. He said, but put this in the book. KD goes for 40 in the next game. Yeah. Hey. He called it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like you said, yeah, uh, there was a lot of scrutiny, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, talk in the media, Stephen A, you know, said, you know, KD has to, you know, go off or, you know, the Nets are sunk. Uh, Jay, Jay Williams, you know, another fellow, you know, commentator with Jalen Rose said, KD has to score at least forty yeah. for the for the Nets to have a chance, and I mean, he gave him forty-nine. KD, KD did what he did what he had to do, and you know, and and, and hats off to him. So, you know, yeah, I think that game three loss really kind of woke, or game four loss woke yeah. a, woke a sleeping giant there in KD. I, I think he didn't play very well. So, it woke him up a little bit. So Terry, like, you think going forward, like, do you think it was just rust for James Harden last night, or do you think he's is that injury still? I mean, obviously, it's still bothering him, right. but how much? Yeah, I think the injury still hampers him, but I also look for him, too, to return to form here. We're going to see the old James Harden, yeah. you know, very, very soon. With, a, I think, it, well, what was it, a hamstring injury? Yeah, yeah those that, are kind that, of hard Those are one of those yeah. things that you, you don't nagging. really rest, heal. Yeah. Rest, rest is, is the, the only right. thing that really heals that. So I think that's going to be something you're just going to have to play through, through or, you yeah. know, kind of. Yeah. kind of see how it goes, you know, the rest of the, you know, going forward, you know, if the Nets exactly. are able to get through this series and then, you know, get into the Eastern Conference Finals. The, 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 the quicker final. they can win this series, the more rest he, he'll right, have, right. you know, for, for the next round. The, the, the better off that they'll, they'll, they'll be, be yeah. you know. Yeah. And, but, 
you know, Kyrie, you know, status of him, you know, it, I, you know, it, there's nothing broken. He hasn't no broken ankle. It's just, a, you know, a major sprained yeah. ankle. It uh, was pretty gruesome if you saw the close-up on him rolling that ankle. Right. right. But I will say even a 50%, you know, Harden or Kyrie out there. Absolutely. It, it, it's a – it's a mental thing for the other team. They still think he's going to shoot. He's going to score. You got to guard him. You got to pay attention right, to him. Right. I think that really helps open up things for KD. So even though they're not playing at their best, I think it, it makes things easier for KD. Well, well, at this point, you know, yeah, I was talking about are the Nets, you know, is there, are their season in trouble? But now, you know, KD saves the Nets. Are the Bucks the Bucks done? Because I mean, you got to believe Harden's going to come back. And at least play better yeah. the next game. Right. Um, you got to be demoralized. Given you know, that, like, yeah. Yeah. that was your chance to take a lead yeah, in this series right. with with KD out completely and, and harden it. You yeah, know, whatever. 50%, you know, right. at, at best. You know, was, I mean, I think you guys are spot on with this. It's your psyche, your yeah. mental psyche, and that's and, been and the Bucks problem the yeah, last several posts. Exactly. They have, you know, on paper have been the better team. But they just, you know, can't get over the hump. There's yeah. always some something that right. just gets in yeah. their way, you know. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, this this series, you know, you had hope. Okay, they go down to oh, oh man, they're they're in trouble. Then they, you know, make a comeback. Storm they, back. They go back to their home court, make a make an excellent comeback. You know, tie it up two two, and then yeah, give it their best effort last night, and it still wasn't wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah, you talk about being demoralizing because of the fact that they're you know two superstars one out completely one hampered with an injury and leading the whole game right they led the whole game right right until what four minutes to go in the game or something maybe and uh so you know that that's got to take a lot of wind out of your sails as well yeah at least at least they're going home right right going back home you know for game game six and you know game six will be uh, actually thursday night uh 8 30 eastern time um on espn so you'll catch that catch that game tomorrow we'll see if the bucks can uh Turn it around and force a game seven, but uh, it's it's not looking good. You know, KD does that. He, you're, he's got momentum now. Momentum's on his side. You know, so we'll we'll see what what happens in the playoffs. Sometimes that's your best weapon. Yeah, better than even if, even if your team's not good. Right. No, or or not as good maybe. Right. As long as you have that momentum on your side, mm-hmm. it, it it'll compensate it can for swing, the fact swing that the yeah, series. it'll compensate for the fact that maybe you don't have the greatest shooters or you right, know, right, yeah. So it, it's hard to get rid of that momentum once you know once a team has it. Right. Let's move over to the other Eastern Conference series, which is uh, tied two to two, and yeah, actually game, game, game five oh. is getting ready to start here in a little bit. Uh, we got the TV on, getting ready to watch that one here. But uh, yeah, we got the Philadelphia 76ers and Atlanta Hawks tied. Two to two there, and game four, <laughs> we talk about collapse. Right. Yeah. We talk about practice. We yeah. talk about practice. <laughs> game four, 76ers blow an 18 point lead. And they, they, I, I'm calling it now. 76ers done. They're done. Book ooh, it. Book ooh, it. Ooh. Embiid, ooh. second quarter, spends some time in the locker room. I, I think that knee injury is, is worse, is than, worse than what they're letting yeah. on or what they, He's playing you know, through it. Uh, you know, he comes out the second half, goes 0 for 12 from the field. I don't know, guys. I, I just got, you know, Trey Young steps up in, in a big game in game four. You know, uh, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit. He's not always, you know, the highest scorer or scoring as many points, but he's doing a lot of facilitating. Those, those alley-oops, I mean, that's the easiest bucket in basketball. Right. I mean, you don't get any better than that, but – I think the Atlanta Hawks takes takes the series goes goes into. The I don't know. I, I feel like even without Embiid, that team still has more talent than the Hawks have raw talent as a team. I I feel like the Hawks have Young and who else? I mean, what what else is there? It's, 
they got they got they got John Collins. They got uh, Clint Capella there. They got you know some some decent shooters. So I mean, I, I think they got a decent team. I mean, I, I just think that they they the momentum is definitely back on their on their side going back. You Which know, you just you just said the magic word again. Right, right. Momentum. Right. Now we go back to yeah. we go we go back to Philly now yeah. for for Game Five. But uh, and, and you know, now and now. How serious is that injury? Right. I, I, I mean, is it in their head? You know, I mean, right. I don't know. I, I, to me, I think, yeah, that that injury is a lot more than what they, you know, Embiid or the 76ers want to let let on. I mean, it, it, when when was the last time Embiid went over 12 from yeah, the field? Uh, you know, bad, that, bad that, night. Yeah. So, you know, that if he can bounce back, obviously the 76ers got a chance as long as Embiid can, you know, play, you know, halfway decent. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I like the Hawks in this one. You know, the numbers, and the numbers favor Philadelphia so far in the playoffs. They're averaging 121 points, 26 assists, eight steals, six and a half blocks, and shooting five and a half, 51 and a half percent while holding their opponents to 110 points and 45% shooting. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, the Hawks are only scoring 107 points. 20 and a half assists, five steals, five blocks, and only shooting 44 and a half percent and giving up 106 points mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 45% shooting up to their opponents. So, right. Um, you know, I think the numbers favor Philly, but, you know, nobody knows that the, you know, the X factor I think is, is Joel and beads knee. Um, I think he'll come back. You'll see him come back tonight. I look for Philly to win this, but I look for this series to go game seven. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, let's uh, move it over on over to the Western Conference then, fellas. We'll start with that. Uh, we'll actually start with the, the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Sweet. Nuggets, or, or lack thereof. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, Get out Woo. the brooms, fellas, because, uh, yeah, the, the, the Suns. Phoenix came to play in four, this four, oh, they, really, they made it look easy. I yeah. Mean, they, really games they really break a sweat. Right, oh. yeah. The, the, the Nuggets really gave no fight in yeah. this series whatsoever. And uh, I actually saw an interesting stat, you know, Nikola Jokic, you know, announced as the MVP of the league, but, uh, you know, was actually the first MVP to get swept in a playoff series since Magic Johnson back in 1989. Wow. So it's been a while since that's happened. Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's the history that he, you know, he, he, he made a lot of history by winning that MVP, but that's not the stat that he wanted to, you know, going forward. You know, though, when, when your company's Magic Johnson, I guess it, it doesn't feel as bad. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. But, uh, and actually it's, it's interesting, you know, because game four, Jokic actually got got the old boot, got, got the heave ho, got yeah. the heave ho Flagrant in that game. Two. And I think, honestly, looking at it, I, I don't think that he maybe should have gotten ejected. It was a hard foul, don't get me wrong, but at the it's same the playoffs. time, playoffs are about it, hard it, fouls. It's it looked more to me like a frustration fact. Like you know, they're down three zero in this series. They they just can't figure out what how to beat the Suns. I, I, he was, you know, he played at a level. He didn't play at an elite level in this in this series to really give the Nuggets a chance. I think the Nugget or the, the the Suns really frustrated him defensively, and I think more or less it was just kind of a frustration foul. Like, man, I I'm just sick of this. Like, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. And he he made some comments after the game. I, I was trying to get my team fired up. I was trying to right. you know get you know get the I mean, momentum going, and and at the same time, you know, it's unfortunate because. The refs take it, take it a different way, and, right. and you know, he gets the heave hole. I guess it met the criteria of a flagrant two, right. you know, contact above the shoulders or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think he should have been flagrant two. I thought at the most a flagrant one, he should have been allowed to stay in the game. Well, but like I said, you get to not the post, that, not that I think it would have, not you know? that I think it would have made any difference. Right. I, I just, uh, yeah, they, 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 they had no answer to the 
Suns. The Suns right. just so. the one-two punch with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Yeah. They they just didn't have didn't have an answer. They whole series they couldn't really their entire starting lineup average so, double digits. So Phoenix is sitting back and waiting for the winner of that Clippers Jazz series. Um, They'll say right now couldn't come at a better time for uh, for the Suns. Exactly, they're hoping Chris that Paul. series goes game goes all seven <laughs> yeah, games. Right, 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 yeah. If you didn't hear, um, Chris Paul's in uh, COVID nineteen protocol. Not sure if he's actually tested positive or if he just came in contact. Don't know, yay or nay, if he's been vaccinated. Yeah. And that all plays into the you know amount of time that he has to be quarantined. So right, right. it's kind of a sit back and wait there. Yeah. So we're just looking at this other series in the West, the Clippers versus the Jazz uh, tonight in Utah at 10 o'clock. Yep. Give me your thoughts. Well, over other big news too. <laughs> Clippers, <laughs> unfortunately, no you guys are done. I yeah. mean, it's. Kawhi out with a knee, you know, injures that knee in game four. Possibly you know. torn ACL. Yeah, saying, possibly man. torn ACL. Definitely will not play tonight, but, you know, the, the more than mill, likely done. Yeah, more than likely will not play the rest of this series. And, it, and if, you know, Matt, if it comes out later that it is a torn ACL, he ain't coming back at all. Right. You know, even if they somehow find a way to win this What's that, series. a six-month rehab? I right. I mean, he's yeah. he's not coming back at right. all. So, yeah. it's uh, – well, we offered to let Colton take that game as his blazing bet, so, <laughs> so he could try to get one in the win column. But he wouldn't take. I gotta give him credit. He wouldn't take the wouldn't easy take way the out. Would, wouldn't take. Hey, but, but I took it. So yeah, there we, we go. can look forward to that here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So Kawhi, um, you know, twenty-seven point seven and a half boards versus the Jazz, and he. You take that out of your starting lineup. It's gonna, and I mean, at the same time, I don't think you know. You could argue that Kawhi's been the best player in the playoffs so far. The heart and soul of that team. I mean, too. you you could argue that think... he single handedly carried them in the you know previous series against the Mavericks. I mean, there were several. As good games. as Paul George is, yeah. I don't think he can carry that team. And right. Paul George isn't what he was in Indiana before that injury. Right. He just hasn't been. Well, and it, and it takes an adjustment. You know, he he's used to running with. You know, Kawhi has you know has been a pretty healthy guy. You know, not. Right. You know, missing too many games. So Paul George is used to being him in the lineup. So it's going to be an adjustment, you know, not only, you know, for the rest of the team, but Paul George as a superstar, it's going to be, you know, an adjustment for him because now he has to take on a little bit more of the load and kind of try to switch gears to kind of funnel, you know, try to channel that Indiana Pacers, Paul George. But that's not just something that, you know, it's so easy to click and do sometimes. So right. it's definitely going to be an, even an adjustment for, for Paul George going forward. But uh, I, I, I don't know how they, how they put up a fight here that the jazz, you know, raced out to an early two Oh lead, you know, Kawhi was very instrumental in winning those next two games back in Los Angeles. And, you know, without him, I, I don't know how the, how the, how the Clippers, you know, answer survive. Yeah, and it's, it's really kind of swung it back in the Jazz's favor. Cause right. with uh, the Jazz did have Mike Conley Jr. out, which was a big detriment to them. It, right. it sure. really sets up a lot of things they do. So having him out really hurt. And, and now with Kawhi swinging it back the other way, I think the Jazz just right. head, heads and tails above. It, Uncle it, Mo back on their side. It, it, I was getting ready to say it's the, it's the theme of the show. Right. right. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, so uh, we think the Clippers probably had it going forward, but this, you know, Kawhi this injury is, is yeah major, him, major yeah. hit to the, to the Clippers. When chance. did it happen? Because I, I don't remember him going out of the game. It or... happened in game four. I, I don't think he, like, ever left the game. Mm-hmm. I, I think at some point he got hit in the knee. or, or, or I think it was point. on a foul. He got fouled. Yeah, yeah. Could have been, you know, somewhat hard foul or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't think he actually ever left game four, but you right. could see him sometimes on the sideline kind of like – you know, wincing, kind of rubbing that knee, you know, right. trying to keep it, you know, going. And then obviously, you know, they're trying to keep it on the hush-hush, but, you know, obviously 
the doctors say, hey, man, it's it's, it's pretty bad, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's, uh, yeah, I, the Clippers Clippers are sunk. Um, so that that's going to put their, you know, their chances of you know, winning the title. And it's been a long time since the Clippers have even, you know, competed for a title or, you know, whatever. And now I don't know what, what going forward because why will be a free agent this summer. You know what? What does he do? What? What's he, you know? Now, if it is an ACL injury, he's coming off major, you know, major knee surgery. What's that do for his free agency? You know, it's going to be interesting. You right, know. It's from La La Land. Do you think he's going to want to go join LeBron on the other half of La La Land? I hope. I hope not. I, 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 from everything I'm hearing, he's going. I, the front runner, at least, is is the Miami Heat. Yeah. I don't know what the connection is there, but. Uh, you well, know, I know he's, he's good friends with Butler. So. Yeah, yeah. But I'm hearing that, you know, the Heat are one of the front runners to sign okay. him back. Right. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see know, what happens. We talked about a team like Phoenix that, you know, they swept their series and they want to keep playing. They're hot. Let's keep playing. But right. I think I think for them right now in this instance, they're like, come on, game seven. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. Let, us, let us get Last C. Clippers find back. some way, yeah. somehow yeah. to get to stretch this thing out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so I guess while we're talking about the NBA, there's been a little more NBA news this week. A lot, a lot of coaching changes. I know yeah. Colt's got some info on those. Yeah, yeah, no. So the uh, the big, the, you know, kind of the strange one to me was the uh, the Pelicans fire Stan Van Gundy today after at, one season. after one season goes 31 and 41 in his first season. So pretty much, uh, you know, you know, behind the scenes, it was pretty much, uh, you know, make it to the playoffs or you're out. Yeah, and uh, you know it, because they obviously didn't make the playoffs this yeah. year, so you know that 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 to me is kind of you know did he he dealt with a lot of injuries too this year, right? I, I mean, I, I think uh, yeah, there was a lot of lot of lot of issues. Well, I know but that I, team's young with yeah, the, with they got uh, a lot of young Lonzo players. Ball and all okay, that, you know? so talking about injuries, do we think it was the short off season or the compressed ah. or the compressed regular season? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I think I think it has a lot to do with with the shortened. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, although, you know, you can't really say that at the same time because, you know, the only two teams that really went the furthest are the Heat and the Lakers. And obviously the Lakers dealt with injuries with, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis both mm-hmm. being out, you know, mm-hmm. but well, all the games. other teams had a little bit. I mean, it's not as long of, a, of an offseason as they're normally used to. But unless you're the Heat or the Lakers. You didn't go all the way until October or right. November. You 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 know had a shortened season because either a you didn't went home make, early. Yeah, you yeah. went home early. You didn't make the playoffs, or if you made the playoffs, you got put out early, or but, you know but whatever. The, the compressed seventy-two game season. Did we see more back-to-backs this year? Yeah, oh, yeah there yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think yeah, it's a combination combination of things. Um, you know, but obviously, yeah, it's it's unfortunate for the NBA to have. Eh, eh, and not only so many injuries, but a lot of injuries to big names. Star yes. players, yes. you know. Star and, players. And, and, I was going to say, it didn't just affect the old guys right, either. Right. Young guys, yeah, old absolutely. guys alike. Yeah. So. Right, right. So it's, uh, yeah, interesting. Hopefully, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of past this whole COVID stuff. You know, we'll yeah. get back to, you know, normal. Now right. we can have several-month layoff yes. where guys can, you know, regenerate their bodies. Get, to, and, you know, get ready for the I mean, Olympics. Yeah, now they, yeah. Yeah, now it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they what they do with the Olympics or, what, you know, who plays, who well, sits. Well, Jokic you know. already said he's not going to play. I know Steph, I, Steph Curry said he wanted to, but with all the injuries they've had, he's not real sure yeah. if him and Clay will or not. Nicola I, already Dr- said Draymond Green said he will. Well, LeBron, um, obviously LeBron, he LeBron made the comment won't. that yeah. he, he – He's not that he's right. looking forward to his movie movie that's getting ready to premiere in, yeah. in July instead of playing for the in the Olympics. But uh, he was looking forward to that instead of playing for the Lakers. Right, too. I think right. so too. So um, all right. And the other big 
uh, firing. Well, it wasn't really firing. I guess just the contract uh, negotiations broke down. That was between Scott Brooks and the Washington Wizards. Yeah, and, uh, another kind of this one kind of baffles one, me a little bit too. Yeah, me, yeah, uh, because you know Scott Brooks, you know, longtime uh, coach there in in Oklahoma City with the Thunder. Uh, uh, he was kind of instrumental in the Russell Rus Westbrook, you know, getting him to come there. I yeah, think. yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, I think uh, it's just strange because, yeah, Scott Brooks has been known as, as a coach that kind of gets gets more with less. You yeah. know, he, he makes the most of the, of the players that, that he has. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that was even, you know, can, can be shown in this Wizards season. Yeah. I mean, they came out and were flat on their face mm. and were absolutely pitiful. I mean. At the, Wasn't they like seven and at the trade deadline? You know, the, the trade rumors were swirling around. Bradley Beal is gone yeah, in Washington. Yeah. You know, he's headed somewhere else. You know, Russell Westbrook and, and Bradley Beal can't mesh together. You know, they just got and all they kinds both of stay. chemistry yeah. issues. Both of them stay. Second half of the season, I don't think you can say that there was, there was a more a hot team, team yeah. than, yeah. than the Washington right. Wizards. So, uh, you know, they make the playoffs. Obviously, didn't put up much of a fight against yeah. the 76ers, but a heck of a turnaround from where mm -hmm. they started. And, and I just, you know, find it strange, you know, is there anybody out there that's any better than, than Scott Brooks or, you know, yeah. anybody that was, would have been able to do anything better than what he's done. Yeah, if you're, if you're one of these teams that has a coaching search right now, I think you're backing up the Brinks truck for him. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he's about yeah. the best thing you can yeah. get out there. I don't Absolutely. think he's going to be unemployed for long. No, no, what, no. I'd, I'd love to see what he could do in Boston with a lot of the talent oh, on that my. team. Yeah. Yeah. Give yeah. him some real talent yeah. to play yeah. with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think he'll be unemployed for too long. There's, there's obviously several other coaching, you know, vacancies out there. Um, you know, so I, I think he'll he has a bright future you know going forward right. yeah very very strange you know both the pelicans and and the you know the the wizards hiring their coaches you know it, for me yeah the, the pelicans won after one season yeah. how do you evaluate a guy i mean so maybe, maybe scott brooks winds up in new orleans maybe I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. got, he's got some talent to work with absolutely down right right um you know I, I just yeah i find it tough to evaluate a guy after one season, yeah. especially with the young team that New Orleans well, had. They were in the playoff chase all year long. It's right, like, right. It's not like they were out of it all year long. Right, they right. They, right they, they were right there. All right, so let me ask you this. Stan Van Gundy, is he done coaching? He's I mean, been he'd been doing it a long time. Oh yeah, he he's been pacing the sidelines. I mean, I, I, sweating up them suit jackets <laughs> for a long he's, time. He's almost like a stopgap coach. Like it seems like every time a team needs needs somebody, they they call, know, him. call him. You know, and, and then, you know, Detroit did it a couple of years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he may not get a coaching job like this season, maybe, but he, I could see him. You know, maybe yeah. the following yeah. season. At least being a candidate in some of these jobs. I don't sure. know if he's going to land sure. a, a job, but the NBA is definitely a league that likes to recycle coaches. Right, so right. I, I think uh, if, if he's if he's willing to coach and wants to still coach, right. Yes. At this point, yeah. Is he willing to coach or does he want to try to move into like more a of a front office yeah, exactly. or you know something like that? I think that. he'd be a good like uh, vi like vice president of basketball operations. Yeah, because yeah. he, he's a good evaluator I, think. Right. I mean you, you gotta either love him or hate him because he's got a pretty strong personality yeah. at the same time so he's you know he, he's joining his brother and, and, that, right. and that voice when he starts screeching man it cracks yeah. me yeah. yeah right. right well let's move on to the nhl fellas um i thought we'd start out west in that uh canadians golden knights series yep. um got uh game two coming up tonight yep. actually yep. nine, nine o'clock in, in sin Island. city at nine o'clock yeah um, you what that series is pitting two of the hottest teams in hockey right now to, against each other i right, mean you right. have las vegas who, who just swept their last well 
they swept four games to get in. They right. didn't sweep the series. They yeah. were down, and then yeah. they, were down four, two, they were down two. They were down two zero, and then won four straight. Against, four against straight. a great team in Colorado, right? Right. So got in on off four straight games that I picked, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you got Montreal, who who swept who, their previous yeah, series and, and has been, been the hottest. You know, the hottest kind of limped hockey. their way yeah. into the squeaked their way in, and now they now they're. Hottest beat the Jets. Yeah. And the, See, they beat the perennial favorite Maple Leafs. Yeah, they, they, they the beat the Maple Leafs in Game Jets. Seven and then yeah. swept the Jets. Yeah. So they, you know, yeah, definitely, you know, and then obviously, you know, Game One goes to, you know, goes to Vegas. Goes to they Vegas. win, win four to one. So you know, Game Two, like Dad said, is tonight, nine o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, I think this is where talent's going to finally halt the, the the hot streak of Montreal. I, yeah. I think you got a hot talent. Well, I team. can't say too much on this matchup because this is my blazing bet. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Fair yeah, I, I think I have to somewhat agree with Matt. I think I think uh, Las Vegas is a little bit different animal than, yeah. than maybe those two you know previous teams. But although I, I don't know if I can say that because you know the, I was pretty high on the Maple Leafs all right. season, you know, with Austin Matthews, a potential MVP candidate, right? Uh, you know, but and the Canadians found a win, you yeah. know, a way to win that series. But I, I just think Las Vegas is playing really hot right now, especially at home. They're they're playing really hot, and uh, they they got one of the best goalies in the in the league, uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Exactly we we we've said it enough times. Pittsburgh, what were you, you thinking? Think, yeah. I mean, uh, but. Uh, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, I think I think uh, you know, game two tonight. I think, I, I think it'll be a little bit closer, maybe not a four-one, but uh, you know, I, I think Las Vegas will take it tonight. I agree. Well, and he, you know, if you watched any of that game, I did. I started to watch the first part of it, and, and Montreal had some great looks at the goal early mm -hmm. in that first, you know, in that first period. And and Flurry was just amazing back there. He's just he's seen it all. He's been around so long. He yeah. I mean he knows what's coming. Yeah, he just, I mean, yeah. he's, he's just he's got that playoff experience not only with Las Vegas but he's been you know with Pittsburgh for a long time and has a lot of you know Stanley Cup playoff experience. Yeah, he's but he yeah. you know he, he stopped a lot of good looks that they had you know and and then gave Vegas the opportunity to play from in front, which is you know you know how big that is in hockey anyway but uh, right yeah he, he just looked really good back you know it's crazy i was actually reading this year was the first year he's ever received any votes in the goaltender of the year wow. award category <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. i mean yeah and he's been doing it long i think he's yeah. 36 or something like that. Been, and he yeah. is that like we talked about last week his best statistical year with a 928 stoppage yeah, at, at 36 so, years old and, and yeah that that amazing. stat is that's crazy man i didn't even didn't know that but <laughs> unless i read that wrong but I, I, yeah no no that's that, reading, wow that, that's that is Amazing. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. considering the, the good seasons that he had in Pittsburgh, right. and and not only the good you know seasons that he had in Pittsburgh, but the seasons that Pittsburgh was good at good. the same time. Exactly. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like in Pittsburgh he didn't get the credit because of the team around him. Right. Yes. Oh, well, that must yes. be the defense in front right. of him. Right. Sit, sit the kid. Right. 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 Other thing, yeah. other thing I read, you know, uh, kind of one of the headlines I read. Hey, Canadians, you're not in the north anymore. You're <laughs> you're out west. You're playing with the big boys. <laughs> right, right, right. So, this isn't uh, this isn't Canada anymore. Right. Yeah. So, so this is uh, the home of hockey, though. Right, 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 right. But just the way things have went yeah, this year. Absolutely. You know. All right. Well, let's move on to that um, Islander Lightning series, tied one one to one. Um, Matt, I know you uh, were hoping your Bruins were going to yeah. I'll tell you what, I called that all wrong. <laughs> man, the, the Islanders are just – they're gritty, man. They, they just they, – yeah, they this, play tough. They, they this play. series has been – It's been good. starting out to be really good. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and forgive me, what – May, I'm not 100% sure on his name. Their goaltender has been playing well. Uh, for the Lightning, he's been playing real well. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been high on the – you I know, me and Dad have been high he, on, yeah, on the Lightning. We've and, been riding that train all year. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And uh, 
I, I'm still riding it. I, right. I like the lightning. You know, game yeah. one obviously was a two to one. You know, kind of kind of match up. It could have gone either way for me. This is another case where I think talent's going to overcome grit. Right. right. I, I, I mean, feel like I both think the Islanders got what they wanted. I mean, they got a split on the road. Right. Right. You know, I mean, that's in in, in playoff time. That's whether, all you can ask. For, whether, yeah. Whether it's basketball, NHL, or what, still home you, court. You get a split on the road, but um, right. You know, now they're going back oh. to New York. You know, those fans are going to be. Back at the college, oh, right. they're going to be. They don't have the Knicks to root for anymore, so now it's time to root <laughs> yeah. for the Islanders. Yeah. You know, the other New York teams. So that game's so. tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Um, you know, uh, tell me what you think. You know, Vasilevsky, I think, is the top-rated goalie in the uh, NHL this year. I think Mark Andre Fleury's right behind him in second. But um, tell me what you think. You know, who, who do you like in this game, Matt? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm with. You. I'm with you guys. From all season long, I'm going with Tampa Bay. I just, I, there's too much talent there. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, game one, obviously, like I said, two, two to one, so it could have, could have gone, you know, either way there. You know, yeah, Tampa Bay doesn't get a couple of goals to, you know, kind of go their way or game you know, get two, some they, they kind of woke like game up four two, to you know, two. four to two. And, and I mean, the coach, I, I think it was the coach from Tampa Bay even said, like, you know, in game one, we, we didn't, we didn't come out and kind of slept our, our way We, we you know, we slept our way through game one. And uh, yeah, game two is definitely a, a difference. You yeah. know, diff- you could totally see a different different Tampa team in game two. I don't know. Two. That coach kind of likes to use that excuse. He used that uh, when the Blue Jackets beat him in that first round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, right. He seems to say that a lot when they lose. Right. Well, you right. don't want to sleep on the Islanders. Yeah. I mean, right. like I said, coming You're back home, you can't sleep that, on anybody. That place is going to be rocking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? and, uh, oh, yeah. Definitely, uh, you know, taking taking it against the Bruins there. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, beat the brakes off off the Bruins and kind of beat them at their own game. You yeah. know, the Bruins were, you know, kind of a physical, physical team and the Islanders, they didn't back down. They, right. they, they, well, they, it seems like this, this late, once you get this late in the playoffs in the NHL, experience really comes into play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So from a coaching aspect, a goaltender, it's almost like a head coach and a quarterback in football. Right, right. you got to have a good goaltender and, right. a, and a good head coach this late, you know, in, in this in this. Playoff. Right, absolutely. So I, I think Tampa. I, I could see this game maybe going Game Six, maybe, right, maybe. Right. Um, but I, I think Tampa at the end will, will come out on right. top. Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. One other uh, NHL news: uh, Blue Jackets finally <laughs> named a, finally named a new head coach. Um, and he, he's not so new to the team. Yeah. He's not so new. Not so new. To seven the- seasons as an assistant, Brad Larson. Um, you know, Yarmo, the GM, said it was a long and exhaustive search, and they said to find a guy who's in the house. Yeah, uh-huh. well, yeah. I mean, I we talked about it last week a little bit. It's like, really, how long are you gonna let this thing drag on? Right. And then they let it drag on, and then hire somebody that's in house anyway. So, right, right. but the way he explained it, and I get it. You know, they wanted to do their due diligence. He said, but all the questions they answered, or all the questions they asked, all the answers came back to Brad Larson. So. So, you know, I, I hope this works out for him. You know, he said he's not going to be the same as Torts, that, you know, he's his own man. He's going to coach his team. And he said, I'm going to make some mistakes, he said. But, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna get this team playing hard. So, I, I guess you can't ask for any more than that. I did like he also said, compared to Torts, he, he's, he's a little more of an energy guy. I think he's going to be a little, not necessarily a rah-rah, but I, I think he'll be more more player-friendly than Torts was. Yeah. And, and I also, I, you know, I liked one of his first interview there because he, Somebody asked him, well, what do you think of this team you have? And, and and he went into it knowing that the team he has right now isn't the team that's going to start this season. So right. I, I think he's he's got the expectations he needs to have. I, I think he, he knows what they're looking at. So, you know, I like that he's prepared. I just I, – I think they – the Jackets could have done a little bit better. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Yeah, this seems very strange, you know, like Dad said, that the GM goes through – 
they they go quote unquote a long and exhaustive process, and then you wind up hiring the guy that was been been here for the last seven yeah. seasons. I don't know. I, I just not. I'm not buying that. I mean, it's it to me. That's just a yeah, an excuse that you know, hey, we couldn't find anybody else, and here we go. We got this guy who's been there for you know the past seven seasons. Well, and maybe that'll be the energy he needs to prove everybody wrong. Maybe, too. yeah, Absolutely. you know, and, and I, being a Blue Jackets fan, I hope that is. Yeah, you know, I want too. the Blue oh, Jackets to succeed. Well, but, like I said, I think it's the only team all four of us agree on. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> my my only you know question to Brad Larson. Hopefully, he can improve the Blue Jackets power play because for the past seven seasons, he's been primarily in charge of the power, power play. play coaching. Oh, and and, yeah. and if, I, if I'm being honest here, the Blue Jackets in the power play suck. Have not been very good. Yeah. So, you know, we don't do well. We do well. Kill it. We do well on de- the defensive wise play, when it offense, goes to, yeah. you know, offense. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't yeah. do very well when we, we got to see the pass. The puck it, it just, the it just yeah. seems weird that you would hire someone in house when you bring John Davidson back, mm-hmm. because one of the things John Davidson's strength is, I would think would be right, right. You know, I mean, finding somebody exactly. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, hidden yeah. talent. Well, you know, and Larson's like only head coaching experience was in the AHL yeah. with the Springfield Falcons, who aren't even in existence anymore. <laughs> right. But the two seasons he was the head coach, he took them to the playoffs both years. Okay, right? so okay. Um, they were bought by the uh, Coyote team. They're now they've moved to Phoenix. Oh, okay. But, okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's his only – he did take him to the playoff both years. He was their head coach. Right. right. And, I mean, he is a former player, played eight seasons in the NHL. So, you know, okay. we'll, you know, he has at least some experience. And, I mean, we talked about it a little bit when this – you know, when they were letting go of John Tortorella, you know, the GM said, we're not necessarily looking for somebody that has head coaching right. experience. Right. You right. know, you, he, he said, you know, you can find experience in, in other ways. Right. And obviously – Which further makes you wonder why this took so long. Right, yeah, right. it feels like they had their eye – Ford him from the beginning. Right, right. right. So I just, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I think for, you know, public's sake, I think, uh, you know, they, they, they interviewed other people, right. but I think in the end they, they already knew who they, who they wanted or, you know, whatever before this started. So. <clears throat> All right. So we're running out of, we're getting short on time. So we're going to try to get through the rest of our topics tonight. We got the U S open, um, you know, right now, John Rahm is the favorite to win the open. The only one with single digit odds at nine and one or nine, nine to one. Um, there's some other guys that, but really they're kind of a, a kind of a distant second to him right now. So give me your thoughts on the, on the U S open this weekend, fellas. Yeah. So uh, we, we got, you know, kickoff will be tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Um, you know, we're going back to the iconic, Corey Pines Beautiful out course. there, out there yeah. in San Diego, California. Oh, okay, I was gonna say LA. And, I wasn't and looking at the weather, it's looking like it's gonna be a nice Whoa. weekend for golf. Yeah. Um, you know, low, you know, upper upper seventies. Very very little chance of rain. Winds very low. Um, and, and you guys probably remember Tory Pines back in two thousand eight. That was when Tiger Woods basically. One legged, yeah, to a to, <laughs> yeah. to a victory, you know, in that Rocco media, yeah, that yeah. long, exhaustive, you know, playoff, you know, that he had with with Rocco, and you know, kind of came came out on top, did something that you know no golfer has ever done, but playing on basically one leg, uh, you know, so if if yeah, if you're wondering what Tory Pines, that that's the that's the moment to remember the from, one, from from Tory Pines, but uh, you know, for me, that the, the key in this one is going to be. How 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 well how accurate and how far do you hit it off the tee? Right. Um, so from from some stuff I was reading, um, they actually made Tory Pines longer 
um, this year than what it has been in, in years past. To compensate for yeah, and, and I, I don't know if it's to compensate or just you know they had this plan in the works and uh-huh. this is just what they what they wanted to do. They they gotcha. felt like they wanted to make the course a little bit a little bit tougher, sure. so they lengthened some of the holes and actually changed it from a par seventy to a par seventy one mm. this year. So you know added some length, added a stroke, you know so. It, to me, it's going to come down to, you know, because at the same time, the, the rough is pretty thick on right. this course. So keep it, you know, keep it in the fairway if you can. But you also got to you got to drive the ball, you know, somewhat decent. Um, and, a, and a stat I got for that is each of the past five U.S. Open champions have ranked in the top 13 in driving distance. And actually four of the past five have actually been ranked in the top seven. Wow. So. You at the U.S. Open, they do kind of tailor it. Most of the courses that they do play, long they drive. have a longer, you know, longer drive. So that's what, I, know, that's what I was thinking about looking at this. You know, last year's champion was Bryson DeChambeau, and it's it's really tailored for him. You right, know? right. He's the one that's just, just not playing well, right? Yeah, now. but this year he's he's just been very inconsistent. Right, hitting he's not hitting it straight. So right. I think Kepka's getting in his head. Yeah, <laughs> which they unfortunately well golf fans head. will not be matched up together. At least, at least for the, the first, first two ra- round. first two rounds, they will not be paired together. Yeah. Hopefully. Saturday and Sunday, they play well enough or play bad enough or, you right. know, whatever, that they somehow get, get matched up because we, we've talked about it. You know, some, there's some drama. There's some heated yeah. drama. So When those two are both in that second group that I was talking about, those two and Dustin Johnson are both at uh, 18 and 1 – or 18 to 1. Um, and then uh, three more guys, McElroy, Spieth, and Schauffele, um at 20 to 1. So – um, you know, there's guy, but John Rom just seems to be everybody's favorite golfer right now. Um, He's playing well outside of, you know, so on the odds, <laughs> oh boy, we got, uh, they're saying that the sports books out in Vegas could just take like a seven figure hit on this a game bath because of Bill Mickelson. Bill Mickelson. Yeah, Everybody lefty. he's 50 to one. He was 85 to one. He's down to fifty to one, but there's so many people betting on lefty in this that, that they said, well, they said there's twice as many bets on Fickles on Mickelson as any other Jeez. golfer at Caesars. Yeah, and mm. then also it's FanDuel and Sportbook, yeah, Superbook that uh, he's outpacing everybody. So, mm. um, well, you know that this tournament's the tournament he's never it's, won. It's but he's placed second six times yeah so, right. I mean, he Friday, plays well this but is, he has won three times at tory pines right, so right, right he probably knows the course but he lives out there right he probably knows this course better than anybody on the tour yeah so you know it's kind of his home course and, right. he, and, and, and skipping well the memorial may right. have given him that extra right. little right. time think, to you know and, to, and this is the only one he's never won you know the u.s yeah. open this is the one that's haunted him yeah so, he's been chasing this if this is the time to put some money down Yes, it might be on Mickelson. But, but, you, but you know what? Vegas didn't get rich by being fools. Exactly. Right. They, they're They'll find a way to right hedge their on. bets. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're usually yeah. right on. So yeah. right, right. So that, yeah. it'll be interesting, you know, going going forward. You know what 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 he does, you know, because his outing after he won, you know, won the PGA Championship. I mean, he shot like ten or thirteen right. over. Right. I mean, he played absolutely horrible. So. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll see what he does, you know, at, at Torrey Pines. But uh, yeah, it'll be okay. Lay, lay some money down. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be I'll be rooting for old Lefty. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, time for our blazing bets of the week. Terry, you want to get us started? Yeah, uh, my my blazing bet is tomorrow night at eight thirty. It's the uh, it's the Bucks and Nets. I think with coming home, I'm I'm taking the Bucks tomorrow. I'm not sure what the line is on that game, but I just I like the Bucks to even the series tomorrow. All right, all right, awesome, awesome. 
Colton? Well, as Dad hinted at, I, I tried to. They, they tried to get me to take a take an easy one with the with the Clippers Jazz, but I'll leave that to Matt. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it stick here to baseball, and uh, you know I'm gonna 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 try to get one here, get one for the for the Gipper here, and uh, you know I got a Thursday night game tomorrow night, 7:10 p.m. Eastern time. I got the Chicago Cubs, who actually uh, sitting right there in the standings uh, in the NL Central. Central yeah. yeah, and uh, got the New York Mets, who are actually first in the NL East. So couple of you know top top teams going at it here on on thursday night this will actually be fourth game of of the four game series the mets actually took the first two games and then obviously they're playing playing tonight um in the third game but uh so you know momentum right now is on, on the mets side but uh pitchers going on the on the mound for for the cubs you got kyle hendricks at eight and four with a 4.46 era 58 strikeouts so not a not a huge strikeout guy but he's uh, definitely the cubs ace though yeah yeah, yeah. and uh mets mets got marcus marcus stroman six and four with a 2.33 era 65 strike uh, strikeouts so uh, a couple of guys that you know don't don't get a ton of strikeouts mm. but you know Strowman especially, you know, keeps keeps the runs, keeps the damage low. Um, so, but you know what? I'm taking the underdog in this one. I actually got the Cubs. Oh, taking the dog. At, 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 they're at plus one fifteen um, uh, via MGM Sportsbook. So you bet a hundred dollars, you get a hundred and fifteen. So I'm taking the underdog here. We're getting the win, fellas. We're getting the win. <laughs> I don't know. The Cubs right, have Matt, some recent injuries there. Right, but we're gonna we'll, we're we'll gonna see. let you pick next, Matt. We all know what game you're That's taking, right. and we all know who you're taking. Yeah. But my question is, do the Jazz cover the spread? Yeah. You know, it's it's a. I went with the game tonight. It's 10 p.m. So you still got some time to, to bet on it. Right. Uh, the Jazz are seven point favorites, and uh, you know, pri prior to hearing about Kawhi, I honestly felt the Clippers were going to take the series in six. But uh, he's the heart and soul of that team. I just I don't think they're going to have anything left for the Jazz. I think the Jazz cover the spread and win the game. I agree. I think they cover. I I thought the spread when when I looked it up, I was surprised. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be bigger. Yeah. Obviously, um, it it swung because I saw something this morning that right after the Kawhi news came out, it swung dramatically. Yeah. You know, in, in favor of the of the Jazz. So, but yeah. I'm still surprised it's only seven. Points. Right. Right. I I thought it would be closer to double digits. Right. You know, for 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 that, but. Who knows? Vegas, like like Matt said, Vegas didn't didn't get rich by being stupid. Yeah. So right, right, all right. Well, I got the last blazing bet. I'm gonna ride that Las Vegas horse again. <laughs> uh, the Canadians, you know, um, coming coming back into town. We'll see how it goes. I got uh, Mark Andre Fleury. You know, he hoisted the trophy in Pittsburgh in '09, in '16, and 2017. So the dude has got massive playoff experience. Um, you know, so I, I'm going to ride that horse and uh, take Vegas in the, in this uh, game three. So yep. uh, that's all we got for you tonight. We're not going to have time to get to our UFC stuff. So we're going to come at you next week on Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Um, we'll be live again from uh, Matt's basement um, Tuesday night, 715. Thanks uh, to our loyal listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Fired Up Sports. Colton, you want to sign us out? Yeah, guys, thanks, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, like like Dad said, we you know we're we're live on Podbean every week, so we we love you know hearing the fans, you know listen listen in and you know chime in, you know call in, whatever. Hit we, us up on Facebook. Yeah, hit yeah. us hit us up on Facebook. Uh, fired up underscore uh, sports podcast. Um, then we're on Instagram as well. Uh, so 
catch us on there for all the, the Send latest us your questions. Yeah, latest content, you know, information about the show, and you know, hit us up with any any burning sports questions you yeah, got out there. We're not hitting something you want to know. Let us know. Yeah, we'll talk us about. We're going to try to get into some baseball, back to some baseball next week yeah, too. Yeah, by the way, absolutely. So, so all but, right, uh, you'll you'll catch our show on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora. I mean, anywhere where you can find a podcast, you can find our show. So. You know, tune in, download the episode, subscribe to us, you know, leave us a review. We'd love to hear. Send from us guys. money. Yeah, yeah. Send <laughs> us money if you want to. So that's all that's all of us from the fired up from the fired up crew. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night.